2018 Golf R Manual. So the first thought that comes to mind whenever I drive a Golf R is, what is a Golf R? What is the car intended to be? Who is the buyer? Who does Volkswagen have in mind when they're developing, engineering, and testing a Golf R? It lives in a very small niche inside of a small niche inside of a small niche of the car market it's the gentleman's hot hatch the more refined hot hatch the more polished hot hatch the more livable hot hatch but also performs in the same league as the hottest hatches in the market, at least in the United States. I mean, its main competitors in my eyes, obviously the Ford Focus RS, um, the Civic Type R, even in its own family, uh, a Volkswagen GTI, the Subaru WRX STI, even though it's not a hatch anymore. It still is obviously in the picture in terms of turbocharged all-wheel drive, performance um, vehicles and I'm always torn as to where the Golf R really fits into that segment I think right now kind of the driver's champ of the segment is the Civic Type R it's been universally praised as being the most driver focused car in the segment I think you know Johnny Lieberman and Motor Trend whose you know, opinion I obviously uh, respect a ton Basically said it was the best hot hatch in the market. Everything else, all the competition, just, you know, back on the trailers and get out of here. Um, the Ford Focus RS was obviously the darling for a while before the Civic Type R came out. It has, obviously, big power numbers, 350 horsepower. That trick uh, twinster all-wheel drive system with the drift mode and, you know, how usable is that? I, that's arguable. It's a cool you know, party favor. But the 350 horsepower... Is a great headline number. It doesn't really outperform the you know 306 horsepower Civic Type R, the 292 horsepower uh, Golf R. So I'm not sure. You know, it's not a big weight disparity either. So you know, maybe Ford's uh, 350 ponies just aren't as strong as the uh, the competition. But the you know, the Golf R is always positioned as this kind of grown up alternative to the previous you know big winged STIs and Evos of you know the late 90s early 2000s up to the you know very recent but you know those cars were boy racer they you couldn't really show up to a nice dinner or take your boss to lunch or do any of those things that people talk about it was a little embarrassing to be driving one of those because most people thought it was just another Civic with a fart can on it or you know, whatever. But even though it was much, much, much more than that, it didn't look or sound the part. So the R32 in 2004 was Volkswagen's first crack at this. And that car has gone down in the annals of car lore as one of, if not the greatest, hot hatch that's ever been made for the U.S. market. That VR6 whale, the Chewbacca sound that it makes, you know, manual transmission only, awesome Koenig uh, sports seats, 
just a really special car that felt like it deserved its place and felt like it was a special car and felt like it someone really sweat the details and nuances of that car and as the years have gone along the 2008 R32 uh failed to capture the magic of the 04 and you know it was probably because of the transmission as awesome as DSG dual clutch technology can be it's still not a manual I understand technically it is a manual whatever it doesn't have a clutch pedal and that is a big difference so you know the 2004s have gone down in history and have gone up in value the 2008s have not they're not hated but they're not revered like the 2004s the 2012 golf r brought turbocharged two liter engine ditched the vr6 and brought the golf r more up with the times was that a good decision i don't always think that it was i really struggle with the specialness of a Golf R with the 2.0 turbo. Everything has a 2-liter turbo or a variation of a, this four-cylinder turbo formula. It's become uh, ubiquitous probably isn't even the right word. It, everything is a 2-liter turbocharged four-cylinder engine. When you're Volkswagen, you're the first or second biggest car company in the planet, depending on the time frame you're going to pick. You have engineering resources and know-how that almost no manufacturer can match or, or surpass. You have this VR6 engine that you keep in the lineup in the you know, higher trim Passats on uh, the Volkswagen Atlas and previously in, in the uh, the CC uh, four motions. And it's an awesome engine. The 3.6 liter, 280 horsepower, 258 pound-feet of torque VR6 is a great engine. And it would make the Golf R such a unique proposition in the marketplace. There is nothing that you can buy that would be as unique and as fun and as special as a 3.6 VR6 stick shift Golf R. Nothing. None of these 2 liter turbos can come close to the character of a VR6. And yes, it would be down a little bit in performance, and yeah, it's down 12 horsepower to the four-cylinder, and it's down uh, 22 pound-feet of torque, and whatever. <laughs> We're not getting paychecks from a race team. We're not racing these cars, let's be honest here. You, know, you might autocross it. Okay, okay, if that's your thing, then maybe this wouldn't be the right car for you, but it would be such a special car and i really feel like even in this mark 7.5 there's just a specialness that is lacking in the golf r it just doesn't feel like something that's motorsport derived and i know it's really not but uh ford focus rs has the pops in the bangs and the exhaust and is seems more motorsporty the Civic Type R seems so driver-focused, and they really brought back that Honda Motorsport magic in that car. And then when you drive the Golf R, it seems kind of pedestrian and kind of normal. And I just don't think that that is the right path that Volkswagen should have gone with this car. I think that 3.6 VR6 with the manual transmission, even with the DSG, it's, it's great with the DSG as well. 
would have been such a unique car. There's nothing else out there like that. And I think we would have seen the market really respond to something like that. Just take a look at what sells for big money in, in you know even recent classic markets. It's all manual transmission, naturally aspirated cars. Take a look at them. You're talking about 911s, whether you're talking about M3s, whether you're talking about anything that's performance-oriented. If there was a manual transmission with a naturally aspirated engine, that brings the most money. Look at a 911R. Why is a 911R half a million dollars? Or was it? Because it was so special, because you couldn't get a GT3 with a manual, which you now can. It's a great trick by Porsche. They're the best at it, and no one will ever be better. But I digress. So I always leave... These later generation Golf R's, the 12, the 13, uh, the 15 through now, a little bit cold and a little bit longing for something more special. It's just the word that keeps coming to mind. It's just, it's lacking in in a special feel that you should get in a $40,000 Golf. (laughs) I repeat that. A $40,000 Volkswagen Golf should feel like you bought something really special and unfortunately it just usually doesn't and i have personally owned that's going to sound crazy after what i just said i have personally owned three mark 7 golf r's i had a 2015 they were all dsgs so obviously that was a dsg i had a 2017 manual and now a 2018 manual the dsg car is a better car all around it feels like most of the development in that car went to the DSG. It feels more well meshed and paired with the drivetrain. It certainly feels a lot faster. And it's just a better car. But the stick shift is still more fun. So that's why the last two have been sticks. But again, I just wish this car made better noises, different feeling, more just feeling coming through the car it's just too numb and even when you wring its neck you get a little bit of that coming out a little bit of that personality comes out but it's just not enough and you have to really matter of fact just drive it too hard to get any of it out of it it should feel special as soon as you get in and drive away the great cars you drive you know 15 feet and you're like oh this is this is car special you can just feel it emanating through the chassis through the steering wheel through the pedals through the shifter it just feels special and unfortunately this car doesn't so uh, to end this rant i feel like the golf r kind of swims in no man's land in the marketplace I I just feel there's such a small, small niche within a niche within a niche of people who want the most adult, most refined hot hatch on the market. It's just, I feel like those buyers move on to, at 40,000 plus, to luxury cars. And they look at, you know, cars like an S3. It's a prime example that shares a lot of pieces with an S3. But an S3 is an Audi. It has a luxury badge. It looks the part. It's a great-looking, chunky, little, taut little thing that people really respect when they see it because it has four rings on it, and it looks like a luxury car, whereas the Golf R looks like a really nice Golf. And take that for what it is. It's not a slight, but it's just a fact. 
So I just feel like this car lives in no man's land, and I really think Volkswagen missed out on an opportunity to to make this a truly epic car with that uh, 3.6 VR6 and, and uh, really change the game. But they didn't, so it is what it is.